in 5, 4, 3, 2. What's up everybody, welcome to the Fantasy Chronicles, where we bring on fantasy lovers from all around the world to tell their story. Are you interested in talking fantasy? Then let's do this thing. What is up everyone? Welcome back to the Fantasy Chronicles. I am Elijah Olivares, your host. And with me today, another one of my very close friends. We grew up together. No, not really. We grew up in college together, playing ball, playing fantasy. Mr. Jorik Gonzalez. Hello, sir. Please introduce yourself a bit. Hello, Sir Jai. Thanks for having me. I'm Enric Gonzalez. My friends call me Jorik. And I've been playing fantasy for almost eight, nine years already. And I've been with Jai in a league for eight years. So it's been fun. Thanks for having me again. Oh, so we, we didn't start pala from day one. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, right. Right, right. So, okay, gets, gets. Um, so are you, are you currently working now or? Okay, so I'm back in my hometown helping my family uh helping our family's business and it's been good i've been here for almost a year already i worked in japan for four years before coming back here and it's been good it's been good kamusta yung basketball scene sa japan sir uh it's okay playing style is very different from filipino style of oh. basketball really uh, yes i would in, in what way in what way oh uh, siguro i um Ano lang dahil sa mga nakalaro ko sa Japan, but mm-hmm. ano, when I was in Japan, I would play with uh, middle-aged men from 30 to 50 years old, and ayun, people would hang out in half court and <laughs> not run back, so medyo boring oh, so it, yeah, compared boring. to my previous experience, but it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I can I can imagine that you know, uh, Japanese are too enthusiastic. Or as enthusiastic oh. as the Filipinos are compared to yes, yes, in terms of uh, that's sports, but that's life. That's life in Japan, I guess, right? Yes, sir. All right. Anyway, uh, let's start moving on towards fantasy, na. Uh, so, h- how many leagues did you have this year, sir? Okay, so this is my first year. Oh no, no, sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay, so for this year, I only had one league. The previous years, I had at most two. Okay. So this year, I decided to only have one because I wanted to focus on this uh, this league, my main league, and yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. It's so it's a bit it gets a bit stressful having more than one team. Eh? Yes, especially when you count in the effort that you have to put into every league. So it adds up. So I decided to only have one. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know our time. It's very limited, so that's all we can do with. That's uh. So how how you you've been playing for eight years, right? Uh yes, I've been playing with you for eight years. But my very first year, I played with some of my dorm friends mm. already. But it was a different setting. It was a roto league. It was a trial league, I think. Yeah. So we just decided to hey, let's try fantasy basketball. Default settings, everything, and boom, roto league. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, gets, gets, gets. 
All right, so uh, let's let's move into uh, this season. Let's go straight into. Uh, let's start with your strategy. What is your let, what is your strategy when you play fantasy? Let's let's start with a draft when you're drafting a team. Okay, so in the previous years, I would all always try to punt right away. Okay. In my draft. Okay. And the punt centers around my first pick. So okay. For example, I anthony davis in the first round okay and i would think that hey i need to punt assists already okay. okay and not focus too much on maybe free throws so that's my previous strategy but this year specifically i tried a different strategy mm. I, tried, I tried drafting the best player regardless of the punt right right so value best, best value available then yes uh pick it uh pick the player right away i see okay and then um, let's say, is there anyone like uh, that you're prone to getting that in the in the first round? Are you looking for, or, okay. I, or is it just so, anyone with value? So this is a personal preference, but I always try to get a big man in the early mm, round. I yeah, yeah, to okay, right. Get big men because in my experience, there's a scarcity of big men in the middle oh. rounds. Okay, people will people will draft the whoever's available in the middle rounds regardless of their value just to fill in the center spots specifically yes so yes, yes i try to pick big men in the early rounds yes doesn't have to be the first round but maybe second third i make it a point to have a big man two or three uh two of the three probably two of the three interesting two of the three two of at, the at three least a pf at least a pf yes then. yes yes okay yeah, because uh, similar to point guards, by the middle rounds, the the dominant there aren't many dominant rebounders, ne? Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. they just Especially, they get rebounds, but uh, they don't dominate like the others would. Like the like what you said, uh, the point guards, uh, assists are mostly are mostly found in the early rounds, and in the middle rounds, there's no assists. So yes. <laughs> I'd say actually if it's a bit more a... scarce for the dominant rebounders. Ah, true, true. There are still a couple a bit more assisters na ah. assist specialists. Pero wala naman there you won't really see your rebound specialists eh, na valuable. Ah, that's true. That's right. True. But yeah, that's uh that's good to know. Two out of three big men. That's an interesting strategy. Or uh, yeah. <laughs> so what else is your strategy by moving forward? Let's say you have your your squad already you drafted everyone what are you trying to to do throughout the season okay so i have other than my big man strategy or punting strategy i have other strategies as well so firstly i target players who, ha- who play a lot have minutes okay play lots of minutes because minutes, okay usage they, oh yes yes usage but oh yes they correlate for me I, my experience i've seen players with heavy minutes have great fantasy value but sempre there are outliers so i can name one on top of my head okay go so the player is royce o'neill royce o'neill yeah yeah that's a good yes. one that's a good one uh, 30 minutes per game but empty stats yes there are there are games where he would have rebounds and some defensive stats but not consistent as you would want as an owner so yeah 
you know, see, it's it's a good thing you brought that up because I feel like see, uh, Royce O'Neal is one of those players that they always they would always finish top 100. I'm not sure if he finished top 100 this season. He always finished top 100 or within that range, and then. They're actually really solid streamers, but they're not really someone you want to hold on to whole season, no? Is yeah, that that's definitely true? Yes, yes, yes. From yeah. my experience this season, I think I picked him up more than three times. Or Already three times. Yes. <laughs> that maybe that's yes, why you brought him, brought him up. Yes, yes, because he's someone who is frustrating to own. I would say. Yeah, very much. You, you never know what you're getting. Yes, you know the you know the floor, but you never want the floor, though. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> and he produces the floor. <laughs> um, yes, he's but, someone on top of my head. Yeah, on top of my head. Especially with uh, you toppling so well, right? He was kind of mm. like. Uh, I guess oh, he was kind of like the glue guy that held everyone together. Him and yes. Ingles, maybe. I think he's an essential player, but essential player to Utah. This season, but at a fantasy standpoint, nah, pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another another example of a good re- good player in reality, not so good yeah. in fantasy. Okay, okay. And in addition to that, I would, I, I think other fantasy owners have this strategy as well. So this is a streamer's spot. Yes, of course. So yeah, I, I always that. make sure to have one. Most two streamer spots, so whoever's hot in the waiver wire, I'll get him and let him roll along. <laughs> yes, yes, because that's the, that's the nice thing with fantasy. Eh? There, there's always that player who's who's gonna blow up, and you don't know if he's gonna keep going. No. Yes, that's true. And whenever he doesn't produce anymore, uh, you unhesitantly drop the player and pick another player. Up. So yeah, I think that's a good strategy for no guilt, everyone. No guilt, pre- no pressure, no. Yes, yes, yes. Good point. I think that's. I think for beginners, I think they should adapt the streamer spot strategy because I think it's a very useful strategy. Good learning experience, naren, no? Yes, yes. And that way, And you can see. It would see, help uh, them keep uh, be updated <laughs> in the fantasy in the fantasy world. <laughs> True. And I feel like if you're the more you add drop, especially if things don't work out for you, the more you see the value in certain things, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. Like uh, sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, but almost all the time. With especially in the playoffs, you know, certain players that you pick up or you decided not to pick up could have won you the see the the matchup, right? Stuff yes, like that. Yes, that's true. Mm. And especially the streamer spot is for also is also for stats that you need for the week. True. Yes. Correct. Uh, depending on who's your matchup. So, for example, you have you're close in rebounding against your matchup. So, I think it would be practical to pick someone up who specializes in rebound. Correct. Very correct. Yes. Even if even if you are uh, punting, right? Oh uh, yeah. Even yes, if you're punting, true. if it's close, then might as well. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yes. Very good point. Very good point. And lastly. Yeah, keep going. Strategy, another strategy of mine. I don't know if anyone else adopts this, but but before I would pick I, during the draft, I would pick players who are in who are who are in expiring deals. Ah, <laughs> contract year. Yes, yes, yes. They, yeah, I think yeah. personally, I think they would play 
better or with more purpose compared to players who are in more secure contracts. Right, so right. I think an example of this is last year. It was Whiteside. Whiteside. <laughs> Whiteside. I drafted him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> Yeah, but sempre was... on the other hand, there are players who don't perform on their contract years. So an example of this this year is Oladipo. Oh, Oladipo true. Stopped this year. Although uh, I feel like is uh, player. Yeah, true, true. Sorry? No, I was uh, just gonna say that I feel like uh, Depot has just been so injury ridden. It's yes, uh, yes, yes. it's been so tough for him. I uh, I mean I've been saying I think the same. he was performing in when he was in Houston. But when he came to Miami, medyo mena. Yeah, gets, gets. Oh, he had, no, he had a couple it, okay games in Indiana. Right? Yes, yes. But, uh, uh, sorry, I forgot about his Indiana days. Indiana, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it's only a personal preference. I don't know if people should, or other players should adopt this strategy. But yes, it's something it's, to think about seguro. Yeah, it's actually funny you bring that up. I remember my episode with my uh, one of our friends, Ralph, one of my co-hosts oh. before. Yeah, that's actually one of his strategies. He would bring that up when okay. we were drafting. He would think the oh. same way. But uh, to quote, not to quote, but to reference one of the fantasy podcasting legends, Mr. Josh Lloyd. He is, <laughs> he is actually very against the concept of the contract here. So. Oh. Josh Lloyd, if you're listening, shout out to you, even though I don't really agree with that. But hey, the numbers don't lie, so he might be right as well. Yes, yes. I think it's only my personal preference. I haven't read much about this strategy, but I don't know. Something to consider na lang if you're like me. But I, I don't think know. it's very yeah, <laughs> I think it's it's risky. it's risky a bit. It's 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 more of a it's more of a mental thing, right? So these are things oh, yeah, that yeah. Like, um, like you wouldn't play, you wouldn't pick a player on his contract year that you know that he's not gonna play well despite the fact, right? But there are some players oh, yeah. that you know oh, this guy is gonna be really motivated this year to oh. earn that money. Oh, right? It's hard to put value into motivation, the intangibles. Yes, you know? intangibles, exactly. Oh. Very good. That's that's so, the best way oh. to describe it. That's so, that's one yeah. <laughs> one variable it that on the player. Yeah, one that that's one variable na it really we really differs per manager, you know, they how they value intangibles. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's another good strategy to think about. And Is there... lastly, yeah, oh, yeah, go. Sorry. Uh, for my last strategy that I would want to share, <laughs> it's always a uh, player of oh, fantasy owners should always check the depth chart. What is this? That? Is uh, the depth chart? Yes, depth chart. Oh, yeah. What what's I, I use just is, to uh, just to make sure that we use the same? I would one. use Roto World. Roto World, the best one, <laughs> yeah. the best one. Roto World. No I doubt. think they have the best depth charts, and this is linked to my first strategy, with it, which which was the minutes. Minutes okay. equal to fantasy value, so right. more minutes, more fantasy value. So yeah, those are my first strategies in fantasy. Yeah, same, same. Whenever, whenever I look to stream, my I, I go straight to. Uh, uh, hashtag basketball advanced NBA schedule grid. Ah, I'm sure that. you do that too. And yeah, then after yeah, that, yeah. you go to <laughs> NBC Sports, throughout the world, and check the uh, the uh, the depth charts and see is this guy up there enough on the on the list? Oh. 
then get in. So yeah, that's uh, I, I I totally agree with that strategy. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Let's 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 move on to this season. Uh, so, okay. oh, how, how did you do for this season in your one? Week? Okay, so in my eight years, nine years of fantasy experience, this is definitely the worst season I had. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so in context, this was my first season not to be in the playoffs. I would. But- <clears throat> okay, well, I would always finish top five in my previous seasons, and right, yes. this season I finished eleven out of twelve. <laughs> just a side note, but just a side note to all the listeners, uh, Mr. Jorik here is actually one of my uh, one of my favorite and one of my best rivals ever since. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Because we, we the don't two make of us, rage. <laughs> we never make rage. Yeah, actually, now that you bring that up, that's funny. <laughs> We never but, make days, but we always compete with each other. Yeah, Even and I always love. Uh, I always love our our trash talk, our subtle trash talk. Definitely, Sometimes definitely. Whenever we're matched up, we always oh. hit each other up, God. <laughs> we, al- we always congratulate each other heartedly. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's always it's always it's fun. Matching up. Are really fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, all right, going. but but uh, going back to what you said, I actually brought you up because in another episode because um, it was so close, right? The ending to our season. Super I think close. entering the last day of the last week of the regular season, I could finish six, six, and I could finish eleven. And yes, I finished eleven instead. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a matter of what points, a couple yeah, points. points, and field go- field goals, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's a. It's crazy how it can swing uh, that way, you know. And, and I think I you think were the most. Con- oh, sorry. And I think you were a higher seed coming in, right? Coming uh, into the, I mean, before coming into the last week, coming into the last week. Yes, yeah. I think I was eight entering the last week. Oh, okay, okay. First event. But I remember I you went. Yeah. You moved up throughout the week, no? You went to around oh, yeah. fifth, I think, or fourth. Oh uh, no, I think it was only six. Oh, six. Okay, okay. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure anymore, but all I can remember is I can finish six. Great, <laughs> great, great. Day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Every everyone in the league, we were all watching that very last day. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but, so much fun. In game comment. Uh, in game comment, Yeah. <laughs> and um, this had, this has to be our closest year, no? For yeah, for definitely, sure. definitely. Yeah. There were no. Uh, how can you say? Uh, no teams who gave up. Yes, that's 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 always the best part. No teams that uh, gave up. Everyone was into it. Yeah, and, and hopefully you know it was because of some of the changes that we made throughout the the oh, league. But, for sure, uh, for sure. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, throughout this uh, episode. Um, all right, so moving on. Uh, so what? Let's let's start with what went right with your season, despite the fact. Okay. So what went right? It's hard to. <laughs> Well, I think I know yeah, the very the right. one thing that went right very easily. Okay. Right? So, the number one thing that went right for me was I drafted Jokic. Yes, yes, correct. <laughs> the fantasy MVP. Easily. I drafted him sixth in the draft. Yes. And yes, I was happy to have him throughout the season. But I think one downside of having Jokic is that it's hard what to punt. Especially, I adopted the punt strategy. It's hard what to punt for him because he's mm. really good at almost everything. 
Yeah, maybe, yeah, for sure. Downside is maybe defensive stats, but he's really yes. good at everything else. Oh, defensive stats and turnovers, I should say. Yeah, for for a big man, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, defensive stats aren't really. But yeah, although actually, I, he's not that bad actually. Oh yeah, although despite his downsides, I was really happy to have him. He carried me throughout the season. He was not in the injury list. He was always performing every week, and yeah. Yeah, really you know, it's it was it was actually crazy because uh, throughout the season, I could I could clearly see that your team was being hit by. Well, you had uh, I think you traded for Thomas Bryant, right? At one yes. point. Yes. Ah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we I, can get I into that. I traded him away. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was uh, looking at your your team. I mean, as I said, we are always looking out for each other, right? Mm. And um, <laughs> true, true. Uh, <laughs> I had. Uh, I had four leagues this year, and wow. <laughs> yeah, almost. I would, I would, I would follow the teams with Jokic, and oh man, they. I'd say it was only your team that I saw that actually struggled with Jokic, that's true. just that's because true. of that's what. Mm. Just because of the injuries, okay. I could see clearly. That's true. So the eleven seed for me hit me pretty hard, especially that I had a. It was I think my first time having the fantasy MVP. Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's. I think it, it was really lot, no? <laughs> strange. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, and uh, for those that don't know, we actually I added some special awards for us this season. We have a bit of, uh, you get a bit of a prize if you if you drafted the uh, fantasy MVP <laughs> or traded for the fantasy yeah. MVP, among oh, yeah, other yeah. things. So even if he didn't make the playoffs, he got a bit of reward for his uh, <laughs> yeah. smart move there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> And I have to agree. I I love Jokic. I honestly, yeah. I kind of hard kinda, not to like Jokic. True, yeah. absolutely. And uh, in fairness, though, he, he was uh, he was neck and neck with Steph Curry for that MVP. And it's actually very <laughs> arguable, honestly. But I just went with the rankings, just so that the mm. uh, not much argument. But some would argue Steph is better, stronger carry in some ways, right? Yes, yes. All right. So, is there anything else that went right? Any? Uh, okay. So yeah. what went right? Any other good uh, draft that... picks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, so hmm. Okay, so I think another thing that went right for me was I traded for Randall. Right, right. Julius Randall. I think, yes, yes, Julius okay. Randall. I traded Traded him for a package so we can. I, mamaya na lang yung trades, no? Yes, yes, yes. That's okay. That's okay. You can talk about it. Yeah, go for okay, it. So I traded for Randall. So I got him after the All Star break. So okay. I was fortunate enough to to have him at that time because he his hot streak went on until the end of the season. Yeah, and he, so he actually got even lucky. better than actually, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, know, think he, I think it was a risky trade to get. But who, who did you give up? I think it paid off. Okay, so I, looking back, I traded DeJounte Murray, okay. Tyler Hero, yeah. and your favorite player, Pascal oh. Siaka. Oh! <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a loaded trade. For, uh, see what I, I'm assuming that Randall had a plus one. 
Oh, it was a 343 trade. Okay. So in return, I had Malik Beasley and Keldon Johnson. Mm, I see. So okay, it's so uh, looking back. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah go, go, go. Keep going, keep going, okay, keep going. So, so looking back, I think it wasn't that good of a trade, but I think it paid off on both ends. It was well, Malik Beasley went down during the fantasy playoffs, so I didn't have much use for him. True, and yeah, he, he ended up. Was this? Uh, yeah. This was great before his suspension, no? I think he was. He was as already far suspended. As I can remember he was really good before he was suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was amazing. He was top. He was uh, on fire. Sixty, I think, top fifty. Yes, yes. I think top sixty, top fifty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he was on fire, especially points and threes. But you have, well, I should say. Uh, I made a wrong. Uh, well, I didn't consider the fact that I didn't remember that he was. There was a probability of him getting suspended. Yeah. <laughs> traded for him on his value without considering his probability of suspension. True. So it, I think it was a careless mistake for me. Yeah, that's another thing about the intangibles. Now that you are oh. talking about these, are things that. You need to consider if you want to be competitive. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 a, that's a very good point. Uh, you know, looking back, I think for me, huh, I was actually very surprised that he got suspended because I remember that oh. reading something about how he was going to get suspended at After the end the of the season, season or yes, yes, right, something like that. So uh, that's why yes. when they said out of nowhere, okay, he's suspended, I'm sure everyone was caught off guard. Actually, after the trade, after the trade was processed. Uh, a colleague of ours, Marvin Morales, or Marvin Morales. The legend. He talked to me about the trade. Yes, yes. The oh, legend okay. Marvin. Okay. He talked to me about the trade and asked me if I wasn't worried about Beasley not getting suspended. Not okay. getting suspended. <laughs> so I think shit. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. That was the time I said, "Hey, I I hope he doesn't get suspended, so I won't." I won't make a fool of myself. <laughs> true, true. But uh, I feel like well, yeah. uh, okay, no man, it it, it worked. I it, it, I mean, in, you didn't make the playoffs, but uh, it was a solid, solid trade both ways. You yes. got especially sometimes... when you think about Siakam getting uh getting injured. I think yeah, he yeah, on it's... the COVID list. And and uh, Murray, Murray, not in right. He missed yes, a couple yes. games and then eventually he was out for the and season. And Hero wasn't producing. Exactly, yeah. Hero, Hero was the worst player, so usually um, you don't <laughs> of, of the that. trade. And it, it, yes. Him or Keldon, but I'd take Keldon over Hero for sure. But Keldon went on a downhill. He after did the trade. Yes, yes, he yes wasn't very much. much. Yeah, for I think Keldon, it was because Derek White. Derek yeah, Ross, Derek, Derek White. White came back. But and yeah. I feel like he's not very fantasy friendly, also. Eh? Uh, he was he was on the Spurs. Uh, he's on the Spurs. <laughs> correct, correct. Uh, he had a, he had oh, a very yeah. hard hot start, no? Uh, I I bought into the hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would have to admit. Well, uh, it's it's always tempting to see a um, a future Kawhi pop up in in San Antonio, eh? especially with True. Pop still there. Who knows? He might True. might have the same ideas that he had with Kawhi. Probably not yeah. though. I think uh, <clears throat> I targeted Keldon in this trade specifically because he he fit right into my build. Hmm. I see. I see. Yeah. 
And good you know, Kel- Kelton, he was getting the minutes, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, yeah, maybe he just had a hard... Uh, he just had a hot start, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the start of the season, me and Marvin, we were talking about uh, Keldon is probably going to finish as the uh, pickup of the year. No, oh, true, true. And, uh, yeah, that didn't turn out. <laughs> well, But, he was a solid player. He was overall. a solid... I, I had him in my 14 team. I traded for him on my 14 team league and I never dropped him. It's because uh, a lot of I heard a lot of podcasts saying to drop him. But the nice thing with Keldon is he, you know, his floor yeah. and his floor oh, yeah. isn't that bad. It's kind of oh, reliable. Yeah, yeah. He has a really it's, good floor. Yeah, so he, he's Especially a very good that... uh, 10th, 11th player. Nobody, oh, true, true. nobody higher place. than that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Forgot that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I think uh, same number. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you can remember that went right? Okay, I think mm, those are the two best things that went right for me. <laughs> yeah. Looking back at your looking at looking back at your draft, I'd say OG was a nice pick, even though. Uh, uh, okay, lang he he missed a lot of games, though. So that's the problem, no? I think for OG. When he was healthy, he was uh, fourth round, fifth round value. But after getting injured, uh, he was maybe at best seventh round, eighth round. Yes, yes. You know, there was one And, point actually he was uh, a first rounder. I yes, remember. true, true. It yeah. was really hot. That's how everything crazy was, he was going well for him. Yeah. But the injury specifically and the COVID. Yes, yes. Uh, it really threw him off, I think. Right. And then timing for the Raptors weren't doing very well. Uh, yeah, true. They had like a nine-game losing streak. So, true. yeah, it was uh, not not the best time to, you know, roll out OG nonstop. I guess they wanted to I make think, sure. I think at the first part of the season, I was really high on him. I was really happy that I had him. But towards the end, I would say he was at best an okay player. Basically. Yeah, you know he would have been a re- he would have been one of the best. Uh, it's nice looking back, but he would have been one of the best uh, trade assets. You know. Oh, true. Because you could have take, uh, taken advantage of his value at the start of the season. The Raptors are, you know, they're at that point where they need young stars to move up, and it would have been nice to sell him as high as possible. You no. Know? Ah, uh, and especially that I drafted him. Wait. Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah. uh, seventh round here. I have it here. Oh, seventh round. Yeah, seventh. I think it was pick. really a really good value. Yes, yes. I I oh, honestly wanted round, to take OG this year, but he kept uh, like there were player other players that I had above him. Eh, so by the time uh, he he came around, someone else took him. But looking back, he was drafted in the seventh round. The players drafted around him was. JJJ, TJ Warren, Bledsoe, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Steven Adams, Rubio. Uh, they all had nice seasons. I think OG was the best pick at that, at that round. Well, in, in terms of our um, in terms of our league, the round seven, uh, Clint Capella was the clear ah, steal. Ah, Capella, sorry, sorry, Capella was there. Yeah. Yeah, Capella, Capella was, was the, the clear best. steal. Yeah. But um, but if I actually made a compilation, I brought this up in other. Um, Other episodes, then I made this uh, chart of how the season went for what do you call this for 
most people I, I base it off the average draft picks online mm-hmm. available online Capella actually went in the fifth round for most so he was definitely oh, wow. a steal so he dropped in our he dropped in our in our, draft. in our draft yeah and in round seven um OG was actually a special mention for me he was right below the MVP for round seven wow. uh the one the person that took it was uh, Mikael Bridges here let me send you the things so you okay. have access to it but um Yes, the seventh round was not very strong. So you have a very good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I sent it on your Facebook just so you okay. can check it out when you have time. Uh, all right. So moving yeah. on. Uh, so what 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 went wrong with your season? Okay. So at the top of my head, Devin Booker went wrong for me. Okay. <laughs> your he was your second pick. Okay, so yes. Yes, Booker was, I think my. Uh, he was my second pick, but he was projected to be drafted around the tenth. Yeah, yeah, he was super round. high. He was super high this year. So, yes, he was super high. Maybe because of the bubble hype. Yes, for sure, for sure. And he dropped in our league, so I went with my, with with my, draft the best player available strategy. So I went with Booker. At the 18th pick. 18th pick, so, right? He didn't. He didn't do much for me. He was frustrating to own, especially early in the season. Yeah, especially early. I think he so, picked up like a bit, no? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. During the middle and towards the end, I think he went on a good streak. I'm trying to. Uh, oh man, he's not even in the top 25. I'm trying. <laughs> to, I'm trying to look for him now. He's. Oh my goodness, where is where is he? Oh, he's not even in the top 50. Oh, oh, he's, oh my goodness. 75. What's going on? <laughs> For the whole season? For the whole season. Average. Nako. That's sad. That's sad. Yeah, that's crazy. Looking back, <laughs> how is that possible? Looking back. His totals is 50. But I think it was his think, percentages. No, I know. Not, his percentages is uh, okay. And turnovers and lack of defensive stats, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's probably and, turnovers and season, And I think this season, he didn't do particularly well in free throws, I think. When I owned him, he was tanking my free throws also. One of really? the players to tank my free throws. Yes, yes. Maybe he uh, picked up towards the season. He did okay, 86.3%. Yes, true. true, but at early in the season, he was cold. Actually, yeah, I, I remember those games where I would see the book and he would have like bad free throw games. Uh, was it's very weird to see his his uh his his averages though he actually averaged the same uh field goal percentage as last season but with uh, one one attempt more so that's uh it's crazy that he had a bad start (laughs) yeah that's i guess so that's how bad his start was no he had two less assists per game and his stocks were very similar so it's it's I guess percentages really just really carried him talaga last season. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy to think that he he finished seventy five. That's un, that's unbelievable. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, Devin Booker kind of dropped off. I was actually expecting him to be around third or fourth round at least. Yeah. So entering the season, I would practice with mock drafts in Yahoo. Yes. And when. After I knew what 
pick am I in the first round or in the draft? I never had uh, a draft where Booker fell to me in the second round. Mm, I see. I see. So he would always end up in late first round, early second. Especially so because of our. Have him. Yeah, especially because of our, you know, our one of our friends in the league, diba? Mr. Ian Lataba, uh, our resident ooh, ooh. Uh, graphic designer. Mr. <laughs> Mr. D Book himself always always gets him. Well, always tries oh, to get true. him. Get him. Um, so I'm yeah. prepared to have him. True, true. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he was, it was pretty smart though, thinking and like pairing him with Jokic. It just really didn't pan out long. Yeah, true, true. Um, all right, and so, yeah, so keep going, keep going. What, what, what else went wrong? Oh, yeah, yeah, see, see. So, yeah, what I did with him is that after maybe three, four weeks into the season, okay, I traded him away. Oh, nice. That's a good trade, I guess. So I traded him away. Okay, so, no, I think, yeah, you be the judge. Okay, so. Okay, okay, okay. I traded Booker, second round, a uh, second round pick. Lavin, third round pick. Oh, Zion, fourth round pick. And Thomas Bryant, sixth round pick. Okay. So in return, I had Paul George. Okay. Piakam. Okay. DeJounte Murray and the Latvian Laser. Latvians. No! Looking bad, it was a really bad trade. You know, the only, the only player that really made that trade bad is Zach Lavin. He's the only True. one. He's True. one of the MVPs for the regular season this year. So 100% true. Yeah. Because I traded for Paul George because, well, I'm a Paul George fan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm a Paul George fan. And he was really hot. Yeah, yeah, season. yeah. He was solid. So, I have him, I have him yeah. in one league. So, yeah. So I was really hyped about him that hey maybe he would maybe end up again in the MVP conversation like what he did in the previous seasons. I think it was two seasons ago where he ended up in the MVP conversation. So I was really high on him, so I got him for the package with Booker and Levine. And I didn't expect Levine to <laughs> to end the season that high. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone did. He actually didn't finish yeah. that high, actually, if you look at it. Oh, sorry. But, but uh, he finished 21. But throughout the regular season, he was hovering around like the top five. Top yeah, 10 true. Some, so that's true. that's how much of a carry he was. He was on 50% field goal shooting on his 20 attempts. And really game. high points. Really oh, he still finished but, uh, with 50%. Wow. Yeah, he still finished that with 50%. Was my, that was my top guy. He was my top guy. The one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call? Is that what you millennials yes, call it nowadays? Yes, sir. Oh, you have okay. to keep up with the terms, sir. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> us boomers. Us boomers, man. So yeah. It was my Otga, and it was really hard for me, especially that after the trade, his value was better than Paul George. True, true. <laughs> Although I think where is Paul? Where is Paul George? Paul George finished a bit higher than him, but uh, okay. I'd I'd but, still say Levine was the better player. But you know what? Oh, no. I was I was I'd always bring this up. Levine and uh, Levine is one of the players this season that actually ended up losing 
a lot of the top seeds their playoffs, especially uh, if they had him. Especially if their playoffs started right when he got his COVID. COVID, yes, yes. Almost all the teams that I played with that had Levine, they were top seeds, and then boom, boom, it's over. Yeah. Sometimes first first round, I had I had one. It was league. a really good carry. <clears throat> I had one league. The the number one seed was so dominant the whole season. And he got eliminated the first round. So uh, it's a uh, it was a win 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 lose. Uh, it's a tough trade, bro. If uh, yeah. Thomas Bryant didn't get injured, then it was a, it was a sure Pretty loss bad. trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it worked out, Pretty I guess. It, I think he got injured right after, no, right after the trade. I think it was a week after. A week after, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But so, looking back. Uh, the, the the owner I traded my players to still had a good package to work with. Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. The the person you traded Booker to is actually the, per, the person you traded to. I actually call the the trade meister of the league, right? Because he's <laughs> cash, he's always number one with trades. He's always formulating the trades. Yes. Always yes. making the good trades. So if you. If you have someone to offer a trade to, it's that de- it's definitely him. Yeah, too. <laughs> Always go to him. He will find ways. Shout out to Sam Ban, yes. Well, we will have him on the episode someday. The trade the trade meister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything yeah. else? Anything else uh, that went wrong? That's probably it. The trade I think it was a uh, League losing trade for me. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's possible. It hit me hard. But uh, in fairness, though, at least you still got the chance to you know make it to the playoffs despite the fact. So yes, yeah, that true. that means that you you still made good quality picks to at least stay in the fighting, right? Yes, yes, yes. But <clears throat> my chances of winning went down, I think. But yeah. Maybe it's also the players that I drafted. Well, yeah. you see, it was Jokic, Booker, Levine, and Zion. They're not yeah. the best players to build around your team with. So, I think it was not that... Ah, the build was not the best. True. Especially True. when you have to consider Zion. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of went against your... I know your... your your strategy, no? For the longest. Mm-hmm. Yung, mo, two of three big men. It, oh, it, it turned into. It's funny actually because it became two of three uh, guards, but these two guards are actually SGSF, so you yeah. don't even have a PG. Yeah, true. That's, I guess that's that's a hard. bit. And you have to consider Zion as well because he's only power forward eligible. Oh yeah, that's 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 crazy, you know. That uh, kind of limits him a lot if you think about it. He's, he he yeah, was still so solid looking, though this season. In fairness, oh true, especially in. Free throw punt build. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think he's one of the players to own. First rounder, probably, in that aspect uh, of punt free throw. Grabium, maybe first or second. Yeah. His, of his lack of defensive stats, but true, still true. a really good player to own free throw. Punt. But the uh, field goal percentage always pulls them up the ranks. Uh, eh? His field yeah. goal percentage is amazing, so mm. it makes sense. Um, yeah, yes, and looking but, back, Mejo Mahina in yung later picks, one, no? You didn't really oh. get a nice. Maybe RJ Barrett was okay. RJ Barrett was okay. I'm really happy with him. 
outside of Jokic, I think he was one of the players I was really happy to have. Yeah, same. Um, I, I think Dylan the... Brooks. I like Dylan Brooks. Tano rumba. Yeah, another another usage guy, no. It's actually uh, funny so... you bring that up because um, I remember sharing a, uh, a post from the uh, Memphis Grizzlies subreddit. Or in the fans were uh, <laughs> the fans were getting angry though because Dylan Brooks is ruining Jamrant's usage though. Oh, it was so funny so, to read. He's not a household name, but if you know Dylan Brooks, he's pretty much a ball hog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he just watches and, game. He, yeah, he's a bit of a chucker. Yeah, I think outside of our. Uh, um, Moving outside of fantasy, I remember last year during the bubble, Memphis didn't have a win until the later games in the bubble, and people would blame Dylan Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, people who are not fans of the Memphis Grizzlies, they kind of hated Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kung... If in uh, Filipino, pa medyo buakaw, ano? Bakaw. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I, I think I I drafted him there in another leagues, but I wasn't really a big fan. I, I liked him last season, but uh, I'm not really a big fan. I think his field goal isn't the best now. 42%. Uh, well, he's really not a good player to own in fantasy, but I drafted him in the last round. Yes, true. Round. True, true. And so, um, yeah, looking at the players drafted around him, I think Harrison Barnes is only the best. Uh, only it's only the better player. Right, right. Good point. Thirteenth round. Yeah, it's always. I mean, Malik Beasley. Clarkson. Clarkson. Ah, oh, Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. Clarkson. And solid. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. And uh, Miles Bridges actually ended up really well, but it, really his was well, more. His is more of a late, late season surge. Uh, yes, and it was also due to circumstance. Well, maybe because Hayward got injured, Tamelo got injured, so his usage rate went up. <laughs> oh wow! I can't believe I was the last pick and I took Malik Beasley. That's crazy. Wow. I, I I don't even remember <laughs> that. I probably dropped him. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> when he was having a bad game, I was like, ah, he's not gonna do well. Anyway, uh, all right. So, moving on, the next segment is supposed to be pickups and trades, but we talked about that a lot. Unless you want to talk about any other pickups and trades that you made okay. that you can think of. Okay. So, okay. So, in terms of pickups, yeah. I think a notable pickup that I had was Gary Trent Jr. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was really hot. Uh, when, when did you when did you get him? Not- after McCollum went down. Mm, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, yes, I can remember. I think after McCollum went down, I picked him up as my streamer spot and never looked back. Yeah, I, 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 I was, was solid pick up. I was really not a fan of Trent, but I was surprised to uh, see him explode. Mm. Solid. I think and- I, <clears throat> I had an eye on him after the bubble. I think he stood out during. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. People were saying that. I, I guess I just didn't notice enough. So I need uh, to do. Better I think reason. he was really good at the bubble, and people didn't just didn't draft him because of limited upside, especially uh, because 
Lillard and McCollum still in uh, still in Portland. But yeah. after the after McCollum went down, I did not hesitate much in picking him up. Yeah, another instance of like an, a guy I have on your radar, and once yeah, true, true. things hit, once things go down, you know, okay, I need to go, I need to, I need to run, not walk, pick him up right yeah, away. Yeah, Especially when you have a streamer spot available. True. Yeah, yeah, you, you might have a as player well. ready to drop. Yeah, you true. Might as well. Exactly. Nice. That's a good example. And, Anyone else? And other than, other than him. Uh, I think Barton, but not much. Barton had a hot streak, lang. He did, he did. So so, it was he was alright this season. I picked him up there when he was hot, and I, then. Yeah. I think Barton is one of the players uh, most consistently gets added and dropped. Added and dropped, yeah. Every season. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's unfortunate though, because he used to be a really solid fantasy player, you know. True. Um, he prov- he produces almost every every stat. Uh, I think it's um, I think it's a matter of uh, a really good fantasy player, but not as good in reality in terms of yeah. you know in terms of how a team wants him to play. I I know mm-hmm. I know that he was iffy about he really wanted to start. He wasn't happy about being benched right in Denver. Uh, and I I think he came off of an injury. And that's and another thing. After- yeah. And after the after he got healthy, I think he didn't have a particularly good start. So, yeah, 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 a bit slow, a bit slow, and then he picked up. Uh, the a bit slow, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, his his role in the because so, yeah, Denver think... is is a bit. Uh, it's going down there eh, because they added um, MPJ, right? So that that wing spot MPJ kind of moved him up. I mean, it, it worked out done. because uh, it worked. Yeah, Aaron Gordon. It worked out though because Jamal got hurt, I guess, and then all all of their guards but got hurt. He, so eventually, oh, but he's injured right now. He is injured, and right Denver's now, so. playing well. So, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> you can't say much about how he, he adds to Denver's value. Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah, very good point. All right, so uh, yes, uh, that's it for pickups. Unless there's another one you want to add. Maybe one more. I okay. So my other pickups are I think KPJ Porter Jr. Oh, Porter Jr. yeah, beautiful Eddie. pick, beautiful pick. Yeah, that's another guy. Now I but, wasn't a big fan so, of, but I regret. Yeah. Yeah, go He's go. He's one of my streamer spot addition as well. When did you get him? But I think he after he got traded to Houston. Oh, nice, nice, right, right. But during the, there were weeks when I had him that he was either injured or he wasn't getting much. Uh, yes. He wasn't getting. Uh, he wasn't producing much. And he would hurt and you. He was actually frustrated. Yes, he had negative value on my team, but I hold. But I held onto him because of his upside. Yes, but it yes. ended up hurting me <laughs> since I was vying for a playoff spot. Yeah, that's zero. If uh, we ended up moving the playoffs maybe a bit, a bit further down, when he had I think he had a yeah, 50, 50 point game, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was during the playoffs. During the playoffs, I know. So when he had a fifty point game. Oh, okay. So you were you so were I out think by it, then. He was a notable addition. Oh, oh for I, sure. I was already out by then. I'm sure he he won a lot of uh, teams their matchups that week, especially. 
Yeah. Uh, anyone else? I think it was a notable addition. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. good. <laughs> Are there any other yeah, trades yeah. that you made aside from that Zion? Okay, that... so I think there were only two trades. I only made two trades okay. throughout the season. And I think it was a league-changing... There were league-changing trades, but yeah. Both of them? <laughs> Both. What's the second trade? Yeah. Oh, the second trade was Dejante Harris. Ah, Dejante, Hero, and Siakam for Beastly, Keldon, and Rande. Oh, and then the first one was... The first was one was... When I got... Was when I got Siakam. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Gets, gets. All right. Siakam and Paul George. Okay. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next segment. Who is your favorite player? Uh, let's say... Only in fantasy, but uh, let's okay. say in, gen- in general, but also this season. Okay, so moving back to my strategy to draft big men in the early yeah. rounds. Yeah. In my previous seasons, I would draft. I, I think I drafted Carl Towns when he was good. Yes, sir. Anthony you're, you're Davis when he was good. Yes, sir. I remember that too. Yes, and Jokic. So I make it. I always make it a point to draft big men. Right, right. One of those three. Are there any others, but in the that could go first round? I guess Embiid, maybe. Embiid. Oh yes, yes. I also drafted Embiid. So yeah, I am not. I am not particularly. There's no particular player that I'm I'm fond with, with within the fantasy realm, but. I like big men. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, in terms of this season, is there one player that you really... I mean, aside from Jokic, because you already brought him up. Jokic. And I think moving on to the next seasons in, or in the future, I would draft RJ Barrett again. RJ Barrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I like nice. RJ Barrett. I'm a fan. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. It's nice to uh, shout out our fellow Canadian. It's... Yeah. I, I think I made a joke pa nung draft. About him. Being yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Maple Mamba. Maple Mamba. Maple Mamba. Yeah. Wiggins <laughs> is Maple Jordan. Barrett is Maple Mamba. Maple Mamba. I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I almost forgot about that. So, and anyone out there listening, you heard it first. Maple Mamba. <laughs> yeah, so that's... He's really good. He'll be a really good player. Yeah, especially with, with what they've been doing in New York, right? New York. Yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm a really big... I'm a really big fan of Barrett. Yeah, man. And and his improvement, talaga, you cannot deny it at all. He Especially improved. when you consider him, uh, consider that he wasn't included even in the second team rookie, uh, second rookie team. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, was, that's crazy, no? Terrence Davis, Terrence Davis. over him. Oh my goodness. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people were upset about that. I have a... Shout out to Terrence Davis. <laughs> Wherever he is, former Raptor. <laughs> former? <laughs> yeah, former Raptor. I don't even have news about him anymore. What? So. <laughs> yeah, he, he got traded, Mister. He got traded with uh, Delon, right? To Sacramento. Ah, oh, to Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, it's actually funny okay. because uh, my my matchup last week, playoffs or in semifinals, the two <laughs> players that killed me were Delon Wright and Terrence Davis, of course. Uh... Full circle, sir. Oh, no, 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 man. <laughs> Raptors. That's fantasy. That's fantasy, yeah. But yeah, see Barrett, his, his field goal went up four ticks from 40 yeah. to 44. His three Projections points... are really are really bearish on him. But I'm really proud of him 
exceeding his expectations, exceeding his projections. Yeah, for He's sure. Very yeah. good player. Well, looking back at the season, he really just improved his percentages. So uh, that really just. And. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, so only at uh, he was really good with his points. He was consistent with his points and rebounds. And he was also handling the ball at times, and he would get assists as well. But yeah, I yeah. think a downside of having him is that there are no defensive stats. Yeah, especially for a player who gets to play a lots of minutes, he doesn't produce much steals or even blocks. Yeah, well, you do, blocks you are expected, to... and he doesn't. He's not a big man, but True. for a perimeter player, I think. Owners would be happy if he he would get more steals. True, he was at one last season, so it's it's uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe he focused more on his on the offensive end this year. Hopefully, next season he mm, can true. balance it out a bit more. Yes, oh, you, sir. Are you a fan of the New York Knicks? I mean. <laughs> I really enjoyed like trashing the Knicks all the all the years. <laughs> yes, it's, it's I'm sure, I'm sure everyone did, especially with their trash owner. But um, but uh, I mean, it's 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 hard to hate them. It's hard to not love them this season, no? This season, yeah, especially with them having Rose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Rose, the, the Rose, of Rose, the Rose yes. Thibodeau um, uh, duo, no. It's it's nice seeing that, yes. and I heard I, I saw something about. Let me check his stats. Uh, apparently, this is one of D Rose's best seasons. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, probably think, nothing compared to his Chicago years, but years. ever since I guess, right? Yes, I ha- I would have to agree. I think it's really good, especially yeah. with. Tibido having uh, with Rose having Tibido as his coach. True, a lot of uh, trust, no. Well, true. Espe- even though he's not a starter, <laughs> I I think he has a clear role and he plays really well in his role. I mean, it, it helps when uh, he's probably their best point guard as well, right? <laughs> Over Payton. <laughs> Over Payton. For sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> He kind of has that role locked down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not agree No, no, it's okay. I'm sure everyone is. Uh, everyone loves to talk about the Knicks as well this season. It's it's nice uh, seeing different teams uh, moving up as well. Yeah. Especially seeing yeah. them being led by Randall. No, oh, honestly, I kind of gave gave up on Randall after his uh, Lakers years. Eh? Lakers years. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I thought he wouldn't be able to be that guy to lead a team. But uh, I was mistaken, not very much. I never expected him to be a number one guy. Yes, yes, that's that's, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's a very well, fun fact, Lancer. Okay. Do you remember the Arsa jerseys we had? Yeah. The maroon and white ones. Of course, of course. For the Arsa team, for the Arsa basketball team. Okay. So my jersey number back then was thirty. It wasn't because of Curry. It was because of Randall. Oh. Entering nice, nice. his rookie year, I think it was 2014 when he got drafted. Yeah, yeah. And we were in our senior years in college. I was a fan of him, <laughs> so I went with 30. 
Nice, because nice. of him and not Curry. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Fun fact, but I gave up on him. I gave up on him as well. Yeah, he wasn't no, doing I'm very a well. Bandwagon then. fan. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone is. I'm sure everyone yeah. is right now. See, Randall. He's uh... even the Knicks fan. Even the Knicks fan. I'm 100% sure most of the Knicks fan trashed. True. True. No. Yeah. Especially absolutely. with the expectations of them getting Kyrie and. KD, KD, <laughs> they, were, they were they were they were expecting they were expecting the two of them to join the Knicks, but they ended up with the power forward battalion, Taj Gibson, <laughs> Randall, among many others. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, actually, I remember I was actually a big fan of Randall in his college years. Yeah, he was oh. he was really fun to watch back then. I think he, he was, was a uh, Duke. He was Duke, Ata, no? Oh, Kentucky, Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky, sorry. Kentucky. Yeah. He led the Kentucky team to the finals. To the finals, and then he got injured, no? I forgot. Uh, he got injured first game, the Lakers. Oh, no, no, he got injured in the finals of uh, oh, I forgot, the sorry. championship game. I'm pretty sure he got injured, sprained his ankle. I'm not sure if he came back. Uh, that's what I remember, though. But one move, pin. Spin move, you must spin move. Yeah, man. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Parang bully lang talaga siya. Bully, yeah, he was just a bully. Oh. Yeah, and he was really fast for his, his size. In lang talaga. Oh, he was fast for his size. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, most hated player, someone uh, you never draft ever since, or someone this year that you started to sour towards. <laughs> so in general, I think. Are the under owners, if they're listening to this podcast, it would help. It would help them if I mentioned this. But I hate Kyrie Irving in the mm. basketball. Yes, yes. In the, in the fantasy oh. basketball world, I would never ever draft Kyrie Irving. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's funny actually because I feel like everyone in our league feels the same way because he ended up uh, uh, third round, right? No, third round. Yeah, he ended up. He puts up good value, but he's too unpredictable to own. Yes, he he misses games out of personal preference. Yes, outside of his injuries, the the personal personal vacations, I would say. (laughs) Although I cannot deny, though, despite the fact he was actually really solid this season, he played more games than Jimmy Butler. Kawhi Leonard. Well, not more games. He played one more game than them. <laughs> so it's not that much. Oh, wow. Uh, well, played... now still though, right? It, it was surprising. Yeah, it was I surprising know. actually. I think he uh, he missed more games, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you can you can know you can notice it more because when Kyrie rests eh, or he doesn't play. Oh, oh. Know, it gets a lot of media coverage. But yeah, he, he got three more games than Embiid. Um, wow! Five more games than Towns. <laughs> same games as Van Fleet. See Van wow. Fleet, right? Van Fleet. This is some a guy that everyone loves, but he played the exact same games. And I think Van Fleet is one of the more durable players. Yeah. In NBA. Yeah, he, sh- but, he usually wow. is. But dang! In fairness uh, to Van yeah. Fleet, ah, grabe third. 13th shot, but he's shooting 39 percent field goal. <laughs> The one and only well, man. Well, speaking of Van Fleet, I think his defensive stats are bringing him up. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, it's actually funny. I always, especially, 
I always uh, reference him to Vucevic because they they average the same amount of blocks. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's how insane it is. I mean, look at the wow. players he's above. He's he has more blocks than Tatum, more blocks than Jimmy <laughs> Butler. What's more blocks than Kawhi Leonard? Oh my gosh! Wow, and the players you mentioned are known for their defensive stats. Exactly, being defensive but, specialists. No, Butler and Kawhi especially. But wow. Yeah, exactly. He averaged the same blocks as Jokic. <laughs> Fun fact, nga, actually, si Van Fleet actually complained one time when a reporter brought it up because apparently what happens is a lot of the times when Van Fleet would swipe the ball, in na it will be a steal, it's counted as a block. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually, as a guard, he's more concerned with the steal numbers, diba? Oh, it's his block numbers, so he would be a, a little cheesed by it. It was it was oh. <laughs> funny hearing that from him, right? But I I think I owned Van Vliet last season. Yeah, I think he was one of my one of my steal picks. Yes, yes, no doubt. I I, I really had fun owning him. Even this season, actually, he was still a steal. Yes. Yeah, he was yes. still. Even though he missed a lot of games, but okay, naman mm. he did his job most most. Mostly. When he plays, he produces. Yes, yes. Especially. I like that about him. Especially for the stocks, no. It's it's oh, nice oh. to see a guard. If you're already solid uh, stocks team, and then you have him as your guard, parang it just additional it. Na lang. Yeah, oh. it it locks it locks down stocks stocks basically for mm-hmm. you. Because yeah. usually stocks are with the forwards and big men, eh, diba? Mm-hmm. So if you and, have a point guard, pa that gives you. Dom, like dominant steals and really good block numbers, no? And looking forward, especially now that Lowry, I think, is a free agent, unrestricted free agent. Yes, yes. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think he's a free agent after this season. So if ever, if ever Lowry doesn't sign with Raptors, I think Van Vliet's value in the draft will rise. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm excited to see what Van Fleet uh, does next season. You know, he's uh, a lot of Raptor fans are actually not too keen of him, uh, especially okay. after this season. Or because uh, some see him as too much of a ball hog. Sometimes he's like people want him to facilitate more, but and uh, I think he has questionable shots. Shots, yeah, yeah. Um, I I wanted to defend him about that before, but. The three eight nine field goal percentage is enough. <laughs> I don't but, need to defend him now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when speaking of Van Fleet, he's not he's not a household name yet, and I think he would be a sneaky pick. Yes, yes, next season, no sneaky pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he finished thirteenth uh, this season, there's no doubt he can finish better than that. Especially since yeah. he shot this this for a field goal percentage, it's just well, I don't think it can get any worse. It goes to show how how much he contributes to other stats, no? Yeah, because you should be if you have this bad of a field goal, oh, field goal percentage, you you get dropped so really far. Drop. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Especially with the volume, no? Mm-hmm. And in fairness to him, one point eight turnovers, huh? That's like wow. one, that's like one third of Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I th- I think. That's one of the most surprising stats about him. One point eight turnovers for a guard. Is really for a guard, good. and even if you watch him play, pa, it's it's weird that he's not very turnover prone. No. Yeah. No, I think yeah. he was. He's like I don't know. 
he's like clumsy when he handles the ball, but wow. <laughs> yeah, apparently not as much as I we don't think. Know clumsy is the, I don't know if clumsy is the right word. Maybe a more, maybe unnatural. Yeah, I yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's hard, but um, it's nice to see him though, despite the fact uh, that he's field goal. He only gets 1.8. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, uh, is there any other hated player? Let's say someone from this season that you started disliking because of his play, or I will have to keep an eye on Malik Beasley. I don't know. Beasley. I don't know if he has a spot in Minnesota. True. Major. They're they're really especially deep, now. No? Uh, especially now that they're playing really well when. Especially now that they have Edwards, Ant-Man, Dino, and Rubio healthy, I think yeah. they're pretty well as of late. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Ant-Man has without, been a revelation. Yeah. Without Beasley, and they're really playing well. I don't know if has a spot in Minnesota. So true. He's, I think he's a player to keep an eye on. True. True. And and you know Edwards has really been showing wow. really good value. So. I don't think they're gonna really need his scoring, no, because he was pretty much sure. just their scorer, especially because Cat was out. And now that he's becoming a fan favorite, no, more eyes are on him. True, <laughs> true, true. <clears throat> But uh, actually, be- be- before we we go to the last question, uh, who do you think is gonna be the rookie of the year this season? Since we brought up Anthony Edwards, I think it's. I think about it a lot, and it's it's a really tough competition. Yes, you have to consider Lamelo missing his games. Yes, and I think it it's down to Edwards and Lamelo. Hmm, interesting. Or am I missing someone else? No, no love for the Halibut. Uh, I think he plays well, but okay. his stats are not not. As good as Lamelo, Lamelo's and Atman's. Yes, yes. But I, I think he's really a good. He's a really good player moving forward. But in terms of the stats, maybe he's third Atman. True. For me. True. Yeah. Same. I, I. I'd have to agree. In terms of stats, lang. I mean. Oh yeah. I. Uh, I mean, even 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 in talent, I'd probably put him third as well, just because. In terms Ant-Man, of potential, right? Yeah, potential. It's possible that he overtakes them, but Ant Man and Melo, they've they've been balling out so much, right? So True. that's a, that's a good uh, point. But I mean, who would you pick, Lamelo or Ant Man? I would have to say Lamelo, mm, even though I'm not a fan of the Ball Brothers, but it's hard to not go from Lamelo, especially Charles in the playoffs. Yeah, people underestimate yung what he brought to the team, no? Yes, I think it's about time for people to give the give wins more value. True, true. And um, in terms of in terms rookie. of the uh, in terms rookie. of the rookie. True, yeah. true. Yeah, because um, usually they would some of the rookie years they would go to bad teams, you know, and they would just be averaging a lot of yes. stats. So yeah, the, yes, if you follow Charlotte Bobcat, Charlotte the Charlotte uh, Bobcats, pasen The Charlotte Hornets. If you follow their their media, a lot of their players give so much praise to Lamelo Ball, right? Yes, and I you can see actually surprising. And you can yeah. see uh, <laughs> you can see even that uh, the players, even in their stats, they play so much better when Lamelo's on the court. Mm-hmm. 
I, I agree. I 100% agree. So I, I guess that's, that's the point you were making. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, I think Lamelo is one of the players you would love to hate, especially the hype surrounding him before before NBA. But now I think I think he has proven himself. Yes, very much. I agree. All right, so Lamelo Ball Rookie of the Year. We'll see. We'll see so, how that oh. goes. Oh yeah, and moving back to Halliburton, just in addition. Okay. People have compared him to Draymond, Draymond guard version. Yeah, I, I like I like the comparison. It's not it's not bad. He's pretty I think solid. He makes he makes his team he he makes his team better. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like Lamelo, but yeah, you have to consider stats. Yes, yes, good point. And um, I mean, yeah, wins as well, right? The Kings, despite yes. Kings didn't and Halliburton too. also missed his games already, so out for the season. Yeah, you have to you have to consider the stats. True. True. All right. So uh, before we end this ep- this episode, let's go to the last question: Who or what are you looking forward to next season? Any one thing that you're looking forward to most? Okay. So I mentioned Barrett already. Okay. I'm really high on him. So please don't draft him. Whoever. <laughs> Anyone in <laughs> our, our, our league? <laughs> of our league? Yes. I think I'm gonna draft him again. But yeah. Uh, I think moving forward. I sorry. Uh, I think I would have to keep an eye on the first round of the next season. First, first round, round of the draft next season. Right. Because right. the household names like AD, like Harden, they start, have started to drop dip no? their value. Yeah, good their point. Value mm. have already, so you have to keep an eye on them on how far will they drop. And yeah. You have to consider as well the top price risk for this season on where they will land. Steph is going to be back on top, no doubt. Yeah, right. no doubt, no doubt. Even with Clay back on the mix, for no, without a doubt, he's top five. You know, actually, the start of the season, I was bringing up to Ralph. I, I, I'm not sure if Steph will be the will play the same because uh, it's not it's the same system, but they're different players, right? So how is he going to be able to play as good? But I was I was very wrong, clearly. And I think and, and I think you have to consider also he was unfamiliar with his teammates moving uh entering the season. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So I think he was really a good uh he's definitely in the MVP conversation in a top five or maybe even top three. And he's he's actually uh I think he's playing for the I don't know the uh, champion uh, scoring champ. Oh yeah, yeah. Between, between him, uh, between him and him and Beal. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Um, Gavin brought this up last season. Shout out to Bradley Beal and Kent Bazemore. <laughs> <laughs> the rivalry, the rivalry you didn't expect. <laughs> but glad Amazing. to have. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all right. So I think that's uh, that was a long episode, and I I enjoyed uh, talking. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, it's actually the same same length lang as uh, other episodes, oh, okay. but um, I th- I feel like we we talked about a lot more this time around. So it's it's nice. Hopefully, whoever's listening, you got you got to learn something and from you know from. Yeah, but I segue. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm sure everyone <laughs> loves uh, the segues, and you know you can bring it up in other episodes. But yeah, um, 
I think uh, we can wrap it up here. That was uh, enough content for this episode. Is there anything you want to plug in, sir? Maybe a family business? Ah, uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Alright, see, see, see. Ah, shout out lang. Shout, shout out, out, okay. Whoever's listening and who's interested in joining our league, hope meron kayo. Yes. Eh, meron jang nagabang. Yes, yes. We're always we're always looking to make. We a are a fun league. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right. See you, sir. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, we'll Thank see. You. Maybe we can have you on again someday in a different segment. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And thanks for having me, Sir Jai. It's yes, a pleasure. For sure. for... <laughs> it's, always, it's always an honor competing with you, sir. Uh, likewise, sir. Likewise. <laughs> All right. See you. See you. All right. Let's just end it there. Thank you again. Peace out, everyone. If you are a fellow fantasy lover out there and you want to come on as a guest to talk everything fantasy, then now is your chance. Hit me up at ElijahOlivares at gmail.com and we will figure something out. Don't forget to like and share the podcast you enjoyed. Thank you everyone. Peace.